Okay, Dirkie. So welcome, um, Karima, to our conversation together. Um, I wanted to invite you into conversation. Just think, have um, you share some of your wisdom and experience about um, helping people recover from traumatic experiences in their life and on their on their spiritual journey as well. Um, so I just wanted to start with just you know, firstly, just getting your understanding or, or how you approach um, trauma recovery and um, and then we'll, we'll just go from there and see where our conversation goes. <laughs> Sounds great, Kylie. Um, I would say I'm pretty passionate about trauma work because when I learned it, I don't know when my training was, maybe 18 years ago in specific trauma healing skills, I was already working with people for quite a while and had an understanding like how important it is for people to go into the heart first and that gentle approach. Then when I learned trauma work, my heart was singing because it is so gentle. And these gentle techniques are so efficient. So I was really impressed with the kindness of, of trauma work and I remember my trainers were saying that when they learned trauma work, and by the way, they were trained by the school of Peter Levine, and they felt that their way of working had changed 180 degrees. And it made sense to me because there are lots of things you don't do in trauma when, when you feel someone is in trauma. And sorry, just turn my phone off. Um, so you don't do that. You would re-traumatize people. Like in the old days of working on original therapy, there was a lot of emphasis on courage and go in and have the courage to face your wounding or whatever. And then we would push ourselves a bit to be courageous enough to go there. And with trauma, it's often very, very different. Like when the trauma is too strong you actually learn to move away first so you don't jump head full on in in trauma work there's a lot about creating safety resourcing and yeah so very different way of working than sometimes in normal therapy beautiful just as you're talking about that it um just made me appreciate so much all of the things that I'd learned from you in in um especially that developing the heart first and and having that I always think of the heart as like a buffer <laughs> a buffer to yeah um, painful experiences and there's the gentleness in which how you work um and the sensitivity and the patience and the kindness and the love is just always um yeah always well, made a strong impression on me, but it's all, always blew me away, especially when we did group stuff together and I'd watch you. Um, <laughs> love, I used to love watching you work in that sense. It is. Yeah. Yeah, for me, it's um, when I learned about the heart first, it really felt like this is the way to go in because I had tried many other things before and they were too harsh, too rough. And then the heart is crucial and then trauma work builds on the understanding of the heart for me they're very linked because 
you have to be very kind and gentle and compassionate because trauma is so often the result of the opposite, you know, any form of abuse or watching harshness or how many, there's so many different reasons, but trauma, why people get traumatized is because of something very harsh. And then the opposite, a gentle, loving, kind, compassionate approach does wonders. And trauma work has all these beautiful skills to really implement that. And because trauma work works so much through the body, and we learn to listen to the body to give us feedback, it's not the mind. The mind can't push because the body doesn't lie. If something works in trauma work, our bodies will give us signals and relax a little more. The nervous system will go give signals of feeling a little safer or unwinding. And so it's a very, it's a beautiful modality. I love trauma. Yeah, yeah beautiful. Do you want to speak about that a little bit more? I loved how you just described that body will give those signals um, and the nervous system will just feel a little bit safer. Okay. What, um, yeah, have you got any sort of, if you want to expand on that a little bit? Yeah, so the nervous system is what's really affected in trauma. Like when the nervous system is completely stressed and overactivated, then we get these hyper states like stress, anxiety, sleeplessness, agitation, and just hyperness and or hypo. Like some people collapse, they go to the other end. So the nervous system gets too stressed, doesn't function well. And that always shows in the body, like when the nervous system is hyper or we're too activated, you get tense, the breath is shallow, the muscles get tight, digestion doesn't work, sleep is not good. There are so many signals when the nervous system is in stress that comes through the body. So in trauma work, you just listen to the body. How is this trauma, this bad memory or whatever someone is dealing with? How is that showing up in your body? Where do you feel that? How do you feel that? Do you get a wound upness in your chest? Or your legs get really jittery or want to run? Or the guts get really contracted? So we then go, once we know what we want to work with, we then go into the body, into the somatic experience and go, how is that showing up in your body? And then we use the feedback in the body when we use techniques to see, did this work? For example, one of the simple examples is one of my favorite hard meditations in trauma healing session in terms of resourcing, and you know that one really well, is what do I love? You know, when we ask ourselves, what do I love? Like um, a taste, a fragrance, um, a feeling, a place in nature, looking at the ocean is never fails for me. Yeah. So when we do think of something we love, there's a response in in us where we relax more, the heart opens more, the nervous system starts generally unwinding a little bit, comes out of this sense of unsafety, which perceives the world as dangerous. And so when you then remember something you love and the safety comes back, you will feel that change through the body. Let's say the chest was really tight, then I would do this resourcing technique, helping people to feel a bit safer. What do you love? And then we would keep checking 
moment by moment through every sense, is the heart a little more relaxed? Is that unwinding? Is that not as tight? Is it warming up a little, getting a little more relaxed? So you use the body constantly as feedback. And the, the with trauma, the sense of unsafety, because in trauma the nervous system does feel in danger, is clearly showing up in the body. And if you use a technique then, and your body responds, you know you're on the right track. If the body doesn't, you need to use something else or keep experimenting because it's also adjusting it to each person, what works for them, how do they respond to certain things. We don't all have the same response to every technique. And, yeah, so you just keep experimenting and always listen to the body. That's why it's called somatic experiencing, you know, experiencing it through the body, not just through the mind. Yeah, beautiful, yeah. Um when you when you were speaking about that was um I just love the way you work with that resourcing and um and that that priority of the resourcing to to it's always about resourcing I think uh, I think years ago you said no I think about this and I use this it's not about wound digging it's about digging for the the, the discovering the gems and the resources and the jewels. Yes. Like this heal the wound. part of that 180-degree turn in trauma work because usually therapy often is understood as healing your wounds. And there is a lot, absolutely. It is about healing our wounds, becoming more conscious, not running away from it anymore, but healing it in the right way. And... The I lost my thread now. Yeah, ask me again. <laughs> I forgot where I was going. We're talking about um, yeah, no, discover, discovering the jokes. Come back, come back. Um, <laughs> so the resourcing is feeling into what's good. So the old therapy model mm. is into wounding, looking at the challenges and people sometimes come with a lot of pain and then they think when the pain is over, the work is over. No, the real work is about discovering our true self and the beauty inside. And so in trauma work, the resourcing is connecting us more and more with what's already good. So you look at yourself less broken. And when I learned that, there's a very simple technique, for example, when you feel into your body, in the old therapy model, you would go where you have the tension or the tightness or the not okayness or whatever. With that healthy understanding of resourcing, you check where do you feel good right now? There was a complete rewiring of my brain when I first learned that. So because you want to heal whatever is broken, but then the whole beginning work is what is good in your body right now? So you might have tightness in your chest or contraction in the belly, but your left thigh might be really happy, which was for me when I learned this in the training. It's just a really happy place. Happy thigh. Like, okay, happy thigh. So I would go into the sensations there and feel that everything is okay there, nothing is broken, nothing is contracted. And then by doing that, 
we relax more and some of that tension already opens up and so you can heal a lot through resourcing going into places that feel good or safe without having to work on every layer of the trauma and only when you are safe enough resourced enough connected enough with the goodness in you then we approach the trauma and one mm. of the tools that i'm sure you remember that i used for this because i love scales I created the safety scale from one to 10, 10 is super safe, one not at all. So I always let clients measure when they come in and they're in the grip of the trauma. They might be on one, two, three, really low, like in the grip of trauma. What I learned when that's the case, I don't work on the trauma at all in that moment. I only work with resourcing, creating enough safety, stability, till they're above Five, I like to work from seven to 10. When someone is in that realm, you can address the trauma. When you're below five, my understanding is it's re-traumatizing. So you first work on creating safety. And I remember one of my trainers was saying, he worked with somebody with a lot of trauma and he did the first few sessions only on resourcing. They didn't even touch on the trauma, come close mm -hmm. to it. And then when there's an understanding that we actually have an unbroken part, an untraumatized part, and we have more connection to that, then you slowly, slowly approach the trauma, the wounding in a very safe and right way. And whenever you come closer and it's still, you drop down in your safety scale, I always, I monitor that through me feeling it with you. <laughs> and I feel it when it happens and I say, Okay, let's stop, reverse, move away, ground more, resource more, come back to safety, and then we approach it again. And then eventually we are safe enough, grounded enough in our consciousness that we can go to harder and harder bits and pieces of old trauma without completely losing grounding. So that's the beauty of trauma work, that it's done in that very gentle, safe way and always monitored either by me when I work with somebody or in time by the client when they've done enough work, they know when they get too triggered and they say, oh, it's too much right now. And so it's either them or me or both together and then we go, okay, let's do a bit more resourcing. And that's the beauty and it beautiful. works. It's yeah. miraculous because yeah. I just read through um, – what I wrote in the book about trauma and a quote from a client when I trained her to do this, where you go into a tension and then to a good place and close to the tension and into a good place. And she said that her experience was that some of that, what had created the tension just dissolved. We didn't mm -hmm. even have to look at it or find out what it was. Yes. It's like gently melting. And that is another analogy I love for trauma work is Trauma is like an iceberg, you know, things get frozen, stored away, not fluid anymore. And when we do the work in the right way, we bring golden, gentle, warming sunshine mm. to a frozen iceberg, but in the, you don't want to melt it down in one go. You just gently melt the outer layer and then work with what comes up and then ground again. So, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, yeah. I was actually, um, I'm glad you mentioned that. 
uh, the story because that's what I was thinking too from my experience with myself and working with others, like that beauty of that um, discovering those resources and, and they, they, they're sort of like healing balm, aren't they? They often just heal heal the wound without having to yes. examine it. Exactly. It. Yeah. And then the parts that do need to be examined, they will reveal themselves mm. because they won't just melt through grounding and resourcing. So certain things are ready and want to come back into consciousness. Mm. But then when you're grounded enough, it's okay. And that's how we also lose fear of healing because if you do it in that gentle healthy way and you have success bring it on that's what happened for me at some point I felt after doing the work for a long time I lost fear of the unconscious and then there was a feeling of rolling my sleeves up and saying bring it on what else do I need to see or feel or haven't faced yet because I lost fear of going into the unconscious to any old stored whatever because we're doing it in the right way we are not drowning. Yeah. So trauma work is beautiful. Yeah. And I always think of it, I mean, I, I can't remember the exact time, but I know at some point in working with you, my mind finally was like, oh, okay, so if I face this, through the other side is more peace and love. Absolutely. Exactly. And so, yeah, sort of gives that. Yeah, and when like that's rolling be, up the sleeves, like okay, all right, yeah. I don't really want to, but I know that's through the other. Yeah, exactly. More of me. Exactly, because on the other side of healed trauma is more of our healthy self, and or what I love to call the inner treasure chest opens more mm. to know yourself more on levels that were not accessible or shut down. Yeah, and so it's always on the other side of all healing is more of our goodness and once mm. we understand that there's more courage to deal with it because it, it's so easy with trauma to stay disconnected and there's a totally healthy reason you know people store memories and aspects of trauma because it was too much when it happened mm. and then it gets shoved away for good reason but if it is not healed, the dilemma is, I call it, it haunts us. It comes through in symptoms, in anxiety, depression, physical symptoms, nightmares. Some people have nightmares of when they have unhealed trauma. It will come through because it, the haunting of the trauma is it saying, please heal me, bring me back, because the part that was traumatized that got locked away with best intention is wanting to come home. You know, whatever age that is, the child, the teenager, whenever trauma happened or in our 20s, 30s, doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. That part, when it's not healed, gets locked away. Mm -hmm. And we keep then unconsciously rejecting and abandoning that part with best intention to not get re-traumatized. But that part that is rejected doesn't have a chance to come back home to us and then we're not whole. Yes, mm. I call the whole work becoming whole. <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so beautiful too. I just love that um concept of becoming whole. It's just that um becoming 
more of you and and there's sort of a no limit to that is there really in a sense although there's that um, embodied sense that might come and go of wholeness um, yeah. but the becoming is never ending isn't it yeah and that does sometimes need work you know the just this piece it took quite a bit to really understand that that when we have a trauma, let's say an eight-year-old watches parents fighting all the time and then they separate. Mm. The memories of that time when the child wasn't supported are, can be too much and then all the unfelt emotions, the pain and the fear mm. and whatever, get locked away. But also the beauty of the eight-year-old, the healthy eight-year-old, everything gets locked away. When we lock away trauma, we lock the whole time away. And so by healing that time, the healthy feeling of an eight-year-old and everything that's true in that age will come back. So it's, um, yeah, it's beautiful work and beautiful, yeah. gentle and efficient. It just has to be done in the right way. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you. I mean, yeah, uh, you've got so much <laughs> more to share, I know, but I think that's such a beautiful uh, introduction to your experience and your wisdom around trauma and I, I think yeah I think the, the key of the of compassion and patience and kindness yeah. and, and love is um, always what as I said at the beginning shines through in your work thank you um, <laughs> um yeah and um you've got uh, an excerpt from your book which yes we're going to make available so, exactly I have um in my book, chapter 6.2 is called Healing Trauma, Restoring Safety. And all the core basic trauma healing skills that I use, they are in that chapter and will make that chapter available to anybody who wants it. And they can just have it as a PDF. Beautiful. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you. <laughs>